Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm so glad to have you. And you're Vanessa Ragland. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. (laughs) Boom, boom. I've been really having fun with the intro, y'all. You and your cliffhanger intros lately. (laughs) Who is it? (laughs) Dung, dung. Uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in here to the podcast on, on the, the internet. Uh, internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have an awesome, amazing guest today, a true legend in the voiceover community. And he's going to make your heart sing from the inside out. I have never been so blushy the whole time. Yeah, she was pretty blushy. I was just lit up. We're recording this post-interview. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm still glowing right now. <laughs> so uh, if you like voice work and you want to hear some of your favorite childhood characters voiced on this here show, you're about to. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun for you. Uh, before we we get to that. Oh, a couple of uh, housekeepy things. Buzzkill. Buzzkill. Uh, we've started. I don't know why, uh, but we started recapping. So you think you can dance? <laughs> Cole started. Let's be clear. I started it. <laughs> I did have way more than I could chew. And then he was like, "Oh, I'm going out of town for a week." <laughs> yeah, I was out of town two weeks in a row. So uh, Vanessa took one, but also we'd like to thank uh, at Heather recently. At Heather recently, who uh, did a couple for us as well. She's great. They're on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. They're kind of humorous recaps of the show. So even if you don't watch the show, it's kind of ridiculous and kind of funny. So, yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you'd like the podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. iTunes is this cool site um, that you can download the podcast on. And right. You can also use it on your computer to listen to music. Lots of great stuff. iTunes. That's a little <laughs> I, just the letter. Yeah, not E-Y-E tunes. No, that's a separate thing. Right. It's a synesthesia thing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you like it, please leave us a nice uh, review. Five yeah. stars is always good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't like it... Um, don't. Just keep it to yourself. Please. Sassies. Um, also, uh, we're going to try something new. We're going to do a video chat, like an online live video chat on Vocal. Yep. Uh, V-O-K-L-E. <laughs> uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll hopefully... We'll keep you posted, but it should be fun. We're going to be able to ask questions. Like, you can ask those questions on Twitter real time, and we'll be just talking. Yeah, it's your chance to ask Vanessa some of her own questions back when you're other things like that, too. So take advantage of that. I think it'll and be fun. And everyone gets to see Cole's nipples. Yep. <laughs> I won't be in the frame, but just my nipples will be. Uh, nipple chat. Nipple chat. We have a great, great giveaway yes. this episode. Our guest was kind enough to sign um, a Pinky in the Brain DVD set. Oh, my gosh. Can I win? Am I eligible? I don't think you're eligible. Shit. Uh, if you guys are interested in winning this, uh, just leave your answer to the first question, uh, which you'll hear on the podcast, yeah. uh, on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, for yeah. that episode. Uh, leave it there, and then we'll just kind of pick one out of there at random or one that we really like. The and, one that makes us the happiest. And Vanessa, don't leave alter ego ones on there just because you want to win this. Vanessa says, <laughs> I really think this girl, Vanessa, deserves a DVD. That's right. So please, please leave a comment, and uh, hopefully you'll win. Before we bring out our awesome, awesome guest, we have a couple of thank yous. We are completely listener-supported. These people donated to the podcast. Really excited that they did so. And sometimes they write nice things about us on iTunes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. (laughs) Sometimes they think Cole's name is Ethan. Sometimes they do. (laughs) That happens. That's always going to be my favorite review. Yeah. Oh, Ethan. My little Ethan. (laughs) Anywho, we'd like to thank the following people. Uh, First off, Lars from Norway. Oh, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just a moment. (gasps) Excuse me. Excuse the hell out of me. But I would like to read the names if you don't mind. My name is Pinky. Hi, Pinky. Hi, Pinky. Uh, And I am from the show Pinky and the Brain. Perhaps you've heard of me. We have. Yes, yes. I am a... 
big star. Right. We, right. Yes. yes. And yeah. I have to tell you that the air conditioning is not working in my motorhome. I know. And just we got so your rider. Okay. Okay. Just so we know, I've got brown M&Ms. I don't like any of those. So if you please fix the freaking M&Ms okay. and the con- air conditioning yeah. in my Airstream, sure. I might be able to continue. Okay. In the meantime, I should be happy to read the names of the people who've contributed to oh, your perfect. lovely show. Sure. Okay. Thank you. And well, I'll get on those um, white roses. Too. Thank you. They'll please be there do. in These, no uh, time. Those four right there. Those four. So Lars from Norway? Yeah. yeah. Well, Lars, a big Narf to you, Lars, <laughs> which is actually his last name. Lars Narfington. <laughs> Who knew? And next one is Sean. And is Sean not from anywhere? Uh, he's from uh, he's from Michigan. Yeah, oh, he's, he's he an is. Austin Would you know Detroit, what? Rob Paulson, the fellow that occasionally does my voice, is from Michigan. That's oh. right. Yeah. As, as am I. Mm-hmm. You are too. That's what, yeah, interesting. That Excuse, this is my part. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Let me finish. Sorry. sorry. And Thank then we have you. Shannon. Do you know where Shannon is from? I, I don't. We don't. She just Ireland? seems really nice. Probably. Probably Ireland. Ireland. Let's say let's say <laughs> Ireland. She's either from Ireland or the Ivory Coast. Okay. And Holly is from Christmas Land. La 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 la. Thank you. Thank you, Lars, Sean, Shannon, and Holly. Oh, dear, you're you're almost the the Partridge family. How exciting for you. Thank you, Pinky. And we just sorted the M&Ms out, so you'll Thank you very much. It's very nice. And also, um, where is my bong? Oh, your bong... You know, I've got an Animaniacs bong back there that okay. all the children made for me. We can't do that on the show. Oh, okay. are we rolling? Yeah, we're oh, rolling dear. right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Do your nice little show. Okay. I'll be right. quiet now. Thank, thanks for showing up, Pinky. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, our guest today, uh, he is It's going to be a huge surprise. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to see it's this Gary coming. It's Gary Coleman. <laughs> Gary Coleman, everybody. Oh, wait. He's dead. He's taking a dirt nap. He can't. Oh, boy. Ooh, a dirt nap. Yeah, sorry. It's uh, a it's, new one. It's... Uh, uh, a fellow responsible for over 2,000 half-hours of animated television, over 100 different characters, uh, including Yakko, Dr. Scratch and Sniff, Pinky, Raphael from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and many, many snorks. more. Snorks. Yeah, he's a snork. I'm a big snork so, fan. I want to say, God bless you. When you say snork, I'm like, God, did you get any on you? Snork. Oh, good Lord. It's Rob Paulson, everybody. Hi. Hello, all you podcast knuckleheads out there. Thank you so much for having me. This is a really thanks for being on. It's a thrill. It's a real thrill. We're so excited. Not at all. You're not even cartoon at all. I'm I'm sorry. You're a real man. I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I've had actually nice nice young fellows in West Hollywood tell me the same thing. Oh, you're a real man, sir. Thank you very much, Vanessa. I I um I'd like to consider myself a real man, having grown up in Michigan. I wanted to be a hockey player. That's what I wanted to do. As a matter of fact, my, well, I probably shouldn't say my email address, but my re- email address does incorporate the Detroit Red Wings. It oh. has something to do yeah. with the Red I Wings. Am a, They've uh, had several players throughout the year, so oh, you're not going to be able to man. guess this. I am a huge, uh, and you're a hockey fan too, right? Big nut, yeah, big, yeah, big Red big. Wing nut. And I, I, speaking of Norway, um, well, Sweden actually, but uh, Nick Lidstrom retired. Resigned. Oh, he resigned. He resigned for one year. Oh, that's good. I heard he was retiring. So yeah, he, he re- decided to come back for what a year. What a relief. Thank Are you goodness. okay with that, Vanessa? <laughs> Thank goodness. Sorry. Well, and needles we've, about we've been that kind one. of butching it up a little bit. I'm He's sorry. but kind <laughs> of the best defenseman in the league. He ever. won the Norris Trophy, which is oh, like yeah. last yeah. year again, Hello. which is the best defenseman. Named after Chuck Norris for um, a reason. That's right. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Very good. <laughs> yes. a, this chick is a hockey fan. That's right. The Chuck Norris Trophy in hockey. I wish they should do that. Have him handed out at least, even though that's it has nothing right. to do with him. That's that's like the Muhammad Ali trophy for cooking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same same analogy. But no, I I I uh, am um, 
thrilled to death to be here, and thank you very much for inviting me. And um, I'm here to do your bidding and and be your your bitch, as it were. Oh, good. Oh, nice. That's all I ever wanted. And plus, man, to say I'm to a me. real man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, totally. yeah. Vanessa mm. had a tough morning because uh, her her internet my crush her soulmate okay you say internet crush i say soulmate let's okay. clear what that happened? up zach efron oh yeah who, this is about to be really bad well, I'm Nate, did, a I, did i not, did i not listen to the entertainment news this morning what um, happened with zach here's what my happened. wife my wife has a huge crush on zach efron. yeah well oh, totally. for good reason yeah she sees the cutie. twinkle in his eye yeah he lights up the screen have you met him I haven't actually, is it? But you know, Tom Lennon is a yeah, buddy of mine. He, he was on the show, yeah. and he showed me texts he got from Zac Efron. Really? Was very, I oh, really I'm sorry, felt I like you, said, you showed you ticks he got from. Ooh, <laughs> I, yeah, he has this twitch he does that's so cute though. Uh, he, he's, a, he's my wife says he's pretty he's pretty dang swell. Is he? Oof. What happened? Did he get married? Well, is he engaged? No, no, no. He's not okay, not quite there yet. Back up the truck. I felt like when Tom showed me those texts, I was really on the right path. Like. I was getting so close to Zac Efron, I could yeah. basically taste his musk. Right. And then... <laughs> That's the stalkeriest thing the you've inter- ever said. <laughs> then I get on the internet. Ashley Tisdale, a.k.a. Sharpay from HSM. Yeah, oh yes. They had a really good time in a barbecue this weekend. Well, honey, and you weren't involved. <laughs> no, and you weren't even, you weren't even I consulted? Was, I wasn't consulted. She was piggybacking, with, which oh. basically is giving someone's neck a crotch ride. I, Very <laughs> intimate act. <laughs> Exactly. If somebody would just, to, just could you maybe just kind of give me an example of that? Because at my age, honey, anybody with a pulse is good for me. You know, at my age, the only thing hot about chicks my age are the flashes. So, I'm, <laughs> but seriously, no. That, well, honey, I'm uh, I'm, okay. I'm heartbroken for you. Yeah, they kiss. I, I love that you called it HSM. Not even High School Musical. HSM. So HSM. you are so laissez-faire that it's That's HSM. Right. Yeah. I got to say it fast. You know, yeah. I don't have time to waste. I just think that it was, you know, barbecues, a lot of people are drinking. You're not using your best judgment. They have a history together. So it right. started out probably, oh, fun, fun. You have, you have a few too many beers. And you mm. think that you think you'll never find your soulmate. That's what he was thinking. I'm never going to find my soulmate. I'll just <laughs> make do. He hadn't seen a tweet from you recently, right, obviously. Right, right. Yeah, or Tom. he hadn't gotten think, any of my I packages think Lennon lately. tweeted him. He said, look, <laughs> V's getting too close. <laughs> If you yeah. could take a Throw picture of you and Ashley. I don't even like Ashley. I don't care. I know. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. We'll get these photos of Vanessa yeah. and she'll Well, take and you back. said that he hadn't gotten your your packages. Obviously, <laughs> Ashley got his package. Yeah. Ooh. You teed it up for me, honey. I had to say it. It was teed up. Set it up. Yeah. There you go. Another sports analogy. Right. I well, think we're talking softball here. Go. I'm just about Lovely. ready to drink beer and have buffalo wings and pass gas. I can't stand it. So you might think that's disgusting, Vanessa. Yeah. But I'd like to talk about the uh, eating competition. Oh. The 2011 Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest oh, just happened. It, that's the Japanese guy. That yeah. Usually wins, right? he's, he Kobayashi? Did not, Kobayashi was not in it this year. What happened? A uh, new guy. So once again, Joey Chestnut won it. Oh, was that the guy who won last year? Yeah, Joey I Chestnut. I thought he was one of the Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah, no, yes. right? Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut? He should, he or should a racehorse. He needs to be one <laughs> of those That's two what things. that group was missing, a, a competitive eater. <laughs> with the Joey one. Chestnut. We've got to have our alto. i got a guy right here. He eats hot Which, dogs all day. <laughs> they're right. harmonizing. Joey He's just Chestnut. shoving hot dogs. <laughs> I can do. I can do, baby. <laughs> Bada boom. So Joey Chestnut won the He eat. won it. The contest oh. is for 10 minutes how many hot dogs you can eat. He ate 62. That's over 22,000 calories. And he is ripped. Is he like, really? Those competitive eaters, you expect them to be like slovenly people, like gorgs that could just kind of become human dish. He is ripped, ripped, ripped. And there's like a picture of him really proud after okay. with his 
abs and pot belly together, oh. it's the most un. Well, have you guys seen that show on uh, cable called Man vs. Food? Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's disturbing. Crazy. Yeah, because mm. the guy always he's always eating something, you know, like like fried sweetbreads with popcorn. Right. Some stupid thing, or you know, we're here. Uh, with, you know, we're in the 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 hinterlands, and there's some guy saying, "Well, I ain't gonna tell you what these is." Yeah. Because <laughs> if I tell you what these is, you ain't gonna eat them. But I'm gonna fry them up. I'm gonna put them on some bread. And you're going to eat about 500 of them. The guy's like, yeah, all right, bring it on, dude. <laughs> Jesus. This is what the guy does for a living. It's Wolverine stuff with cricket. Yeah. Uh, you ever tried badger? <laughs> we have now. Guess what? You Guess just what? did, boy. I feel like on a stick. The guy who hosts that show was always the kid in, like, junior high who would eat anything. Like, you, you know, know like, what, though? Like, you would have that dare where, like, you'd take a blender and you could put anything in it, you know? So you'd, you'd like, oh, mustard, <laughs> and put relish in. Yorkie. And, yeah, it, 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 put sauerkraut, and, uh, oh, sugar. And uh, pixie sticks and, and you whatever. Know what? Can I tell you? I know a guy that would eat that. Oh, is that who is His that? His name is Carl Weezer from Jimmy Carl Neutron. From Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> hey. I would try it. I totally would. You're crazy. I am. I'm crazy. I am out to lunch. Oh my gosh. I am as mad as a March hare. <laughs> Every time a new one comes out, I know, it's freaky. Can it's you so imagine? Good. It and feels so good. Can you imagine if I wasn't on my meds? <laughs> huh? Totally. Yeah. So Carl Weezer would probably do that. He probably would. He's a mouth breather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a class all to yeah. itself, right? They uh, on Fox a couple of years ago. They aired uh, like a one-hour competitive eating competition Ooh. with different categories in it. It was like it was set up like a like a game show, sort of like. Who wants to be a millionaire? Like all the lights and the sweet music and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, the thing that stuck with me is there was a butter eating contest. Okay, as part of it no, thank you. No, thank you. Eating <laughs> sticks of butter. That's a stupid. That's, that's a just, stupid game. Nah. Well, because the guy who won ate seven sticks of butter, right? Oh, what does that poop out? But here's like? the thing. <laughs> exactly like it goes in like. <laughs> you okay in there, honey? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm good. Oh God! Ow! I can't believe it's butter <laughs> doing this to me. <laughs> That's great. I can't believe it's butter. That's excellent. But I can't. Butter. 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 Okay. Butter. Oh, God. Oh, hell. Oh, butter. I'm sorry. Vanessa, I think she just sprained her head. Oh, Careful. Pull my finger. Oh, Barkay. All my favorite things are happening at once. I always wanted to hear And we're Yakko talking about shit. Oh. What and give up show business? Yeah. <laughs> I just, but I remember watching that. And I was like, I, what occurred to me was like, I don't know what was worse: eating seven sticks of butter or eating six sticks of butter and losing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was this close, but <laughs> I was right there. Oh God, I was just hang on. <laughs> oh, great! No. I don't even get the trophy. I know you got to go through all that hassle and, and all that and take nothing. a statin drug for the rest of your life. And oh, there's man. bowls of mayonnaise that people are eating, Ew. stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. Well, I like mayonnaise. I'm sort of Parisian in that way, Ew. but not in that amount. I yeah, like mayonnaise. Like I, I like that you equate your like of mayonnaise to being Parisian. <laughs> well, they dip their French fries know, in mayonnaise. But like, it's, it's, more, so, it's a little I, more. When you come to my country, you have to eat mayonnaise. The mayonnaise. You like mayonnaise? Oh, uh, oui. Like uh, the crazy people the from mayonnaise, America. Uh, on spread on a, a, a plate of mayonnaise. Right. Uh, we, what we do here, though, is we put mayonnaise <laughs> on a butter. Oh. So you have a stick of butter into which you dip into mayonnaise, oh, mayonnaise. and uh, are you say you um, uh, you puke 
Oh, yes. the puke. Then uh, you take you take P-U-Q-U-E. You take this complimentary uh, loaf of sourdough bread and you put it in the front uh, of your bicycle box and you ride <laughs> home with that. Now, yes. you know, in certain parts of L.A., e? if you have a big baguette in your front of your bicycle, oh, no. people tend to point the finger at you <laughs> yes. because you are crazy. <laughs> you... Uh, fruit, are uh, you say the fruit cake? Yeah. Right? We, yeah, yeah. With Vanessa, she get me. Oh, yeah. She get me. Uh, the the fruit cake. Yes, so fruit don't cake. ride your bicycle with, with, the the bag, with the baguette cake. out in front of you because they will point at you and say, that call is a freak. Yes. So now that, there, now that I have said there. my piece. <laughs> you have a blog about that, I think. I do. <laughs> I do. I blog about the baguette. <laughs> baguette very etiquette with <laughs> Very lonely man. <laughs> I have a lot of time in my room. <laughs> baguette that uh, blogs put. You. You. So we just got past the 4th of July weekend, uh, which we means We made that it. We all made it. Transformers 3 came out. Have you seen it yet? I have not yet. I have not. I don't uh, know. I, we couldn't stop it from happening, so I guess I should go see no, it. It's a Michael Bay movie. It too, is right? a Michael Bay who uh, you've you sort of with. worked with, in a sense. Did I? The Got Milk commercial, the Aaron Burr Got Milk commercial. Did he direct that? He directed that. I just found out today, too. I'm glad you, you know just that? found out. Crazy, right? What's, yeah, that's incredible, Cole. That, yeah, that, it is a little disturbing that you know that. And it looks to me like you're packing heat <laughs> <laughs> or a baguette. But I, I, you know, and that commercial actually was pretty fascinating. That was, I think, the very first Got, got Milk, milk commercial. Yeah. At least uh, one of the first couple. And it was. it's so good. It's an hit. excellent spot. And do you know, I don't remember the name of the actor in that. Sean Whalen, I think. Excellent. Because he has one of the greatest faces in moviedom or in, in show yeah. business. You know, because he does that perfectly. He just looks so crestfallen. He's just so heartbroken. <laughs> And and I have had more people uh, at personal appearances say, um, uh, "Remember the thing you did in the Got Milk commercial?" I'm thinking, Jesus, God Almighty, the fact that that was, has become sort of right. a, a pop culture. Yep. And uh, and that was the first of um, probably twenty or thirty, but I had no idea that Michael Bunches, Bay directed yeah. that. Yeah, he did that one. That's his Supposedly, best work I read someplace today. that he didn't. He doesn't like it or something. Oh, and it's for like, God's sake. it's like the it's best like thing John you've done. Cusack. It's like you <laughs> yeah. can't. It's love perfect. What you it's made a perfect great. spot. It's a great like, spot. Very like, clever. And that's why they ran it forever. Yeah. And you, you, that's the beauty of YouTube now. Is like whenever you're like, remember that commercial? And you just type it in. There it is. The yeah. Parisian beauty of YouTube. Right. Like my, uh, my Minute Make Robert Loja commercial, which was my favorite thing ever. Oh, really? It's, Have you had Robert Loja on the show? No, uh, God, I wish. That'd be awesome. He's terrific. I'd love him. to come on the show, Cole. Oh, I've met him once. Uh, <laughs> the show, Cole. <laughs> we got him. We got I, him right now. Bob Loja, you know, Cole, I do the spots for Minute Make. And I was... You don't have any butter, do you? Or mayonnaise? <laughs> God, I just love eating butter. I don't have this. It's Vanessa's kid. Jesus, God. I'd be all over her like white on rice, but, you know, she's married. <clears throat> yeah, that spot, basically, it's so weird. It's like there's this kid. He's, like, at a table with his parents, and they're like, drink your orange juice. He's like, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, who could get you to drink your orange juice? I don't know. Robert Loja? <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Like a little five-year-old kid knows where, <laughs> then they goes da, 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden Robert Loja walks and goes hey Billy whoa Robert Loja <laughs> you gotta drink your orange juice it's good for you or whatever it's just Great the most spot. random weird yeah. thing but love it I love do it. too I do too thanks for YouTube I'm just gonna yeah. say about Transformers I haven't seen it yet but I think we can all say 
oh, that again. Yeah. That's what it's going to really be. Not, not particularly interested. I'm not <laughs> no. in, in it, no. But I, but in Shia LaBeouf, yeah. speaking of Le, you like French him? people, nope. Nope. Shy not beef. interested. Shy beef, I like to call him. Boofy. Uh, yeah. Shy beef. Does that mean <laughs> most, most meek the, beef? Does mean the beef? Yeah. Shia the beef. Yeah. Shia the beef. <laughs> the freaking beef, well, dude. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't quite get the whole. Boof I don't thing. get the boof thing. And then he said in an interview to Details that he and Megan Fox had a fling on really? the set of the first one, but she was with her husband, and now they were on a break apparently, but now her marriage is in trouble because of this thing he said in a douchey interview about something that happened like four years ago. Poor so, thing. The, uh, well, I don't hey, know. the beef, the beef, I think you should not talk about the fox. No, Ugh. I agree. I, I hate to cast aspersions. I really don't because I don't want to. I, I just, I don't. I just don't particularly care for that. Guy. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about the beef. <laughs> I don't get to say that very often. Here's the thing here's about the beef. About the beef. <laughs> Go ahead, Cole. Set it up for us. Go no, ahead. Take, swing the for the fences, is. Cole. <laughs> Journalists salivate at the idea oh, of yeah. interviewing him because he gives them so many sound oh, yeah. bites that, like, because he just says he what's loves, on his mind. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. filter himself. I'm sure his right. publicist is like, stop it. Right. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're like, hey, you're young. It's you're bulletproof. Working. Do it. It's bringing more well, you know, the guy, ears to you. Well, you know, he works and he's successful and all that. And I don't know. I mean, part of it is is I guess I I may be from the old school because I am, as I mentioned earlier, I was the entertainment at the Last Supper. Right. Right. So I am pretty old, but <laughs> but the uh, but still, I just wasn't raised that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are certain things you do have to sort of say. Look, man, your 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 words have consequences, especially in this day and age. Especially yeah. the fact that if you if you sort of you know tell tales out of school about some fling with somebody or about somebody you didn't particularly it like or everywhere immediately and life ruining and like t- it can it, you know it really you can, seconds. You can yeah. tweet something and then have it be offensive which is happening to some people right. and they can delete it 30 seconds later yeah. but, it but still enough exists. people oh, have yeah. seen it that they retweet it and they move it on that like wow that fast and yeah, it's and just, it, yeah it's frustrating and, 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 and they can really be hurtful to, right. to some people yeah, yeah. you know and that's it's one thing to take the piss out of yourself and all of that uh, but when you're doing things that, that can mess with other folks' families or their yeah. kids or, or whatever, it's just... It's, for no reason, like for no, no need or reason, it except doesn't, for it like doesn't, it feels good to blurt things or something. I don't even know what the thought, maybe there's no thought at all behind it. I don't it. think so. Did you, uh, speaking of the beef, mm-hmm. um, he uh, had said something uh, like a couple months ago about uh, Indiana, the fourth Indiana Jones movie, the ones he, he was oh, in. Yeah. He basically said, like, I think people have a responsibility, blah, blah, blah. Steven and I, we dropped the ball. Like, oh, yeah. badmouth the film. Wow. Um, and Stephen and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's well, great, yeah. right? Me and Stevie Spiels. He's probably talking about Steve, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, or uh, Steve, yeah. And then Harrison Ford just came out, and of course they soundbited it. That he, it's, and the headline was just, Harrison Ford calls Shia LaBeouf a fucking idiot. <laughs> There you and go. That's what it was, and like, but then when you read the context, it's it's just like, yeah, he was a fucking idiot when he said that. Yeah, you have right, a responsibility. Right. He wasn't just like giving a blanket yeah. like that no. guy's an idiot. And but I just love how they just they oh he said that yeah. so let's take it out and <laughs> right. just make it a general. I'm thing. glad he said that too because what it, it is like it one is of those pretty preposterous so and, pr- and very pretentious. Yeah, so I, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you very quickly? I, I and I I got to stop dropping names. Bob De Niro told me that, but, <laughs> but I. <laughs> but I you um, go way back with oh, Steve. That, with beef, with buff. No, but I, I have a great Steven Spielberg story, actually. All right. Um, I, uh, when we were doing Animaniacs, yeah. the, uh, the premiere of Animaniacs was way back in like September of 1993 is when it premiered. And I remember there was a huge party on the back lot at Warner Brothers. Um, and I was there with my son, who at the time was about nine, I think, eight oh, or nine perfect. years old. And it was fantastic. And of course, you know, they had like 14 different food carts and a live band and... Oh. You know, sword swallowers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, they had the Shia LaBeouf pinata, and 
Um, <laughs> and he wasn't even around. That's how much of an idiot he was so then. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Sorry, Shai. He don't even know how I am. So, He's one of our biggest listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm there with my son and lots and lots of people, all the crew and everybody. Um, and here come uh, Bob Daly and Terry Semmel, who were running the studio at the time, and Steven Spielberg, because he produced Animaniacs yeah. and Pinky and the Brain and all that. So Mr. Spielberg is walking toward me, and he's got his posse. And I'm sure probably what happened was somebody said, okay, Stephen, this guy's name is Rob Paulson. He did the voice of Pinky and Scratch and Sniff and Yak on, you know, because he doesn't know who we are. Irrespective of that, the following thing happened. So he, he, you know, he comes up, he goes, Rob, thanks so much for your work. Great job. We're so glad to have you on the show. It looks terrific. And I'm just thank, well, thank you, Mr. Spiel. Stephen, please stay. thank you so much, Stephen. Okay, uh. before I could get another word out of my mouth, this is how classy an individual Steven Spielberg is. He looks at my son and says, is this your boy? And I said, it is. He said, can we get a picture together? Oh, my gosh. Now, it still gives me chills, right? Hmm. He did two things immediately. He completely uh, disarmed me in a positive way. Right. And I've told this story, I don't know, a hundred times now. And he immediately also took the the onus off me to have to do something that may be uncomfortable to ask. And what a classy guy. What a nice guy. Now, I'm sure he did that to everybody, you know. But that makes it better. Oh, That's it really so does. Great. Fantastic. Oh, that makes me and, feel so happy. And, and you know, for, for years, of course, I, I don't think I've ever heard in my life anybody say anything about Steven Spielberg that was anything but profoundly positive. Uh, it, it, you know, it, his work speaks for itself. Right. But as a, as a person and the way he behaves and the way he treats people, and that to me is, is really, you know, the, there are lots of talented people. But it's unfortunate when you meet a talented person who has the opportunity to be a really nice person yeah. and doesn't. Right. And, and, and it becomes sort of legendary what an asshole they are right. because mm-hmm. it's not just an accident or one or two bad days. So that um, when I run into people who fancy themselves big celebrities and try to screw with you and give yeah. you attitude, you want to say, look, I've worked with people who, are, who could tap dance on you. Right. And they, are, they might as well be you know, your neighborhood pharmacist. They're the nicest people in the world. So please don't waste my time with your assholiness Amen. Because yep. Mr. Spielberg and other folks with whom I've worked like that are just the nicest people in the world. So my pharmacist is a dick. Is he really? <laughs> well, his name jerk. is interesting, Lenny Spielberg. Yes. <laughs> I know exactly you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. What a jerk, Actually, right? he's my crack dealer. Yeah, nice. Yeah. He's got to make a little money on the side. Got to make it on the side, yeah. Well, see, that's what I love about people like, like Steven Spielberg or whatever, people that are giant stars and probably can't really go anywhere because they're recognizable. Um, but just take the time because they recognize yeah, yeah. that like, if, if audiences hadn't embraced their work and bought tickets to their films and, and stuff like that, they wouldn't have people. a job. Yeah. I think they would be like that anyway. Yeah. yeah. And can I actually, if I, I, try, I hope you don't mind if I ramble. But no, do Because do. Cole's from Michigan and you're a hockey fan. Indeed. Um, oh, me I too. I'm to tell you, uh, you, I know you are. Okay. And you, and you, <laughs> I'm you're wearing so my jersey for broken a reason. Nose and she, <laughs> Such a pretty girl with broken. And I, uh, my hero was is Gordy Howe, who used to be who who is Mr. in my hockey, Mr. Hockey, who's played for the Detroit Red Wings forever and, and played professional hockey until he was fifty two. This guy, Whoa. incredible, okay, yeah. a legend, amazing, amazing. But I've got another great uh, example. I played hockey on a team with a bunch of actors out here. Uh, we used to go around playing the old timers of National Hockey League teams to raise money for charity. Oh which my gosh, wild. that's awesome! Huge thrill for me because I grew up in Michigan. And um, so I got to play on it. It was a great team. Matthew Perry and Dave, Dave Coulier. Coulier. <gasps> I knew yeah. it. You know, uh, I've got a great a picture. Big Red Wing fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Dave's a good buddy. We play golf together. Oh We're my very gosh, close that's buddies. so exciting. Uncle Joey. Yeah, um, Richard Dean mm. Anderson and Michael J. Fox and and uh, David E. Kelly and we just had a ball. So we get to play all these old timers of National Hockey League teams to raise money for charities, most of which. <clears throat> 
excuse me, were geared around children, and I could be very helpful because I, at the time I was doing Ninja Turtles yeah. and Animaniacs and all that stuff, and I could skate backwards. So, there you go. <laughs> what yeah, a combo. There you go. Um, and I'll never forget this, of course. We played the Red Wing Old Timers at the Joe, at the Joe Lewis Arena. Oh, wow. this was in, the first time we did it was in 1991, and Gordy Howe played on the, the Red Wing Old Timers team, and his grandkids were huge turtle fans. So I signed all sorts oh. of stuff for their, their kids. Okay. Uh, the grandkids. So we got to know each other very well. And this is another example of, of an icon behaving in a fabulously wonderful way. So that, again, when somebody who, who mm. doesn't behave that way and is not really an icon but yeah. fancies themselves one, you just want to freaking smack them. Right. So years later, Gordy and his wife and, and I got to be good friends because they, had, they love children. I adore kids mm. and I love to do charity work because it's just fun. And they really do. They, they pay my mortgage, you know. Yeah. So... I was invited by the house to come up to a fundraising event in Vancouver in which I was signing cartoon stuff. And Gordy, of course, being the hockey guy that he is, was signing everything else. I'll never forget this. I was sitting next to him for probably two hours, and a guy about my age came up to him and said uh, something like, uh, gee, thanks, Mr. Howe, for signing the picture. I, I guess your hand must be getting tired by now. He's probably 63 at the time, and we've been signing stuff for hours. He looked at that fellow and said, it's my pleasure, son. I've worked too hard for this privilege. Oh. Now, he probably has signed literally a million oh, yeah. autographs, Easy. right? Easy, yeah. And again, you, you never hear anything except, Gordy Howe, what a great guy. What a great guy. So that when you hear of some goofball basketball player who's got 20 right. million bucks in the bank and says, I'm signing stuff from 10 to 1, and at 101, I'm out. I and don't it care costs how many. Sex much. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 oh, by the way, it's 25 yeah. bucks an autograph. Yep. You know, I just, I just don't have any patience with that because yeah. I've had the good fortune of working with really fabulous people. And you learn from these people that there are a lot of people with talent. There are a lot of people who can shoot a, a puck or hit a baseballer. Yeah. But not everybody has the um, the the right stuff to right. coin a hackneyed phrase, you know. Right. So that you just say you walk away going, I, I am such a fan, and I have a life lesson from my hero that I'll never forget. I'm surprised they haven't made a big screen biopic. Of Gordy, because he's had a yeah. fascinating life. Really, you just fascinating call it Mr. Life. Hockey. You have your title; it's yeah. right there. He really, truly is. Cool. And his wife, uh, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. And uh, and then you know, yeah, the the Gordy Howe hat trick they call it in hockey, fight. which was a, a, a goal and assist, a, a goal and assist in a fight, which right. is amazing. Oh, my Nobody favorite fights hockey. Trip. Listen, man, here, we're, we're playing. I was playing uh, uh, on a line in that first game. We were on a line with Alan Thick and oh. another actor, na- another hockey player named Danny Gare. He used to play for the Buffalo Sabres and the Red Wings a little bit. So we'd sometimes pepper our team with ringers so we could compete. Right. right. So I was on the line with Alan Thick, myself, and Danny Gare at the Joe Lewis Arena. And uh, Gordy was playing right wing, and I'm a left winger, so he was playing opposite me. Right. And to his left was Ted Lindsay, and to his left <laughs> was Alex Del Vecchio. Right. Uh, so not these, a bad line. Right. Now, these are all guys that mean a lot to Cole. And right. Me. I'm they're, still they're, like Alan Thick. Well, they <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> I've got something to hang I've seen all, all their jerseys are hanging in the rafters. Yeah, these guys are all Arena. Hall of Famers. Like so they drop the puck, and this is after I'd gotten to Gordy's grandkids and signed pictures. They drop the puck. They shoot the puck in our zone. We go back to set up to break out of our zone, and Gordy trips me and sits on me and looks at me and he goes, you fucking turtles aren't so tough. <laughs> and, I will, and I'm like going, if you could just cut me just a little bit, four or five stitches right here. My mom and dad were there, and the picture that I got, of, I, you, you see this, oh my this 30-year-old kid on the ice with Mr. Hockey sitting on top of him and his, and his <laughs> hockey stick across my chest. And he's smiling with, of course, no teeth. Right. Oh and I'm just my going, gosh. I'm like, this is unbelievable. This is the dream. This yeah. is the dream. You fucking turn. I have this, this framed photo from um, 
I, you know, I lived up in the Bay Area for a long time, uh-huh. and I used to have San Jose Shark season tickets because this is back when they weren't very good. Right, you see 90s. the Red Wings when they came. Yeah, to town. I noticed yeah. the Red Wings, and we had like the worst seats in the world. But because nobody came to these games, we could come down and sit on the ice every time, or right at the glass. Cold bottom. Right I was just going to say, which really gets embarrassing <laughs> yeah. when people hit you. Right. Yeah. Ow! Uh, <laughs> I told we could sit on the ice, eh? You're right down on the glass. Here. Even though I'd be in my Red Wings jersey or whatever, like Sharky the mascot would come over and give me a hard time sometimes. But oh, was he a uh, shark? Yeah, it's a big, big shark. <laughs> this girl, uh, you're on it, chick. On it. I but think my, I get my it. hero at the time was Steve Eiserman, who was ah. one of the best hockey players ever. Invented Mac. Uh, Stevie Y, they call Stevie him. Stevie Y, and number he, 19. Number baby. 19. And now the GM of the, of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And doing a great, great job. Great job. Uh, I know. And me, also a very nice man. Very super great. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, so, anyways, I was a big, big fan of his. And he doesn't take too many penalties. He's no. one of those guys that stays out. Took a penalty in this game. We were right next to the penalty box. So he comes and he goes and he sits down in the penalty box. Shark and I'm like, tank. Oh my God, Stevie Wise right here. I'm right here. Did they call it the Shark Tank? Yeah, yeah, the Shark Tank. <laughs> so he's I he's, get in, into he's this. in the penalty box, and my friend's like, I have a camera. I'm like, Oh my God, yeah. So there's this photo of me like this, like <laughs> thumbs up with Stevie Wise in the back, like right behind me in the penalty box. Isn't it's that like great? I have a photo with Stevie Wise. Oh, yeah, man. but you know what? That's so cool though. And it's mm-hmm. dated like '93 or whatever. I have my, yeah. like my floppy. Oh I yeah. for long hair back then. <laughs> Listen, that's so great. I have one. I have a uh, uh, a picture of Steve Eiserman signed uh, to Raphael to, <gasps> to Rob Raphael Paulson. Best always, Stevie. You know Steve Eiserman. Oh awesome. my gosh! And I, I, the same thing happened with. Um, uh, oh, God, see, I've, I gotta write a book. I have so many. This, by the way, when I do these personal appearance things that I'm yeah. doing around the country, all this stuff comes up because people love to hear these stories, and I love telling them. And I remember uh, I was at a. Um, a fundraiser thing in Detroit, and Cecil Fielder, who used to play for the Tigers. Success, yeah. Yeah, big, you know, big home run hitter. Big, His son, Prince right. Fielder, plays Prince for Milwaukee Brewers. So he oh. comes he up to me at this time. He says, he says, my son Prince, who was about five at the time, loves Ninja Turtles. The Prince? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my right. gosh, yeah. y'all. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when you hit a dove with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he said, my son Prince is a huge Turtles fan. So I signed him a thing, and a week later, I get an a game-used autograph bat <gasps> in awesome. the mail from Cecil Fielder. That's oh, great. my yeah. gosh. So I, I, I get all this cool stuff. Oh, and I'll tell you another really cool story. Another great guy who just recently left us. Um, we were playing the Rochester Americans, uh, which is a minor league team up in upstate New York. Years ago, in a hockey game up there in, in, in Rochester. And somehow, somebody got a hold of Clarence Clemens, who was our uh, honorary captain for the weekend. East Street Band, Clarence yeah, Clemens. East Street Band, you know, the big yeah. man, the sax yeah. man. So I, my first, my background as a singer, I grew up primarily as a singer who became an actor. And I was in a rock, several different rock and roll bands back in Detroit and Flint and all that. And so we're doing this thing on, uh, I'm sitting on the bench next to Clarence. And he said, uh, he said, hey, Robbie, you know, because his kid, again, turtle, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He said, hey, Robbie, uh, these guys tell me that you sing, man. And I said, oh, yeah, totally. He said, you want to do, do a little gig later? I brought my oh, thing. and I Oh, my said, gosh. Yeah. So we get up there at night. It's like 1030 at night. And he says, we're going to do this medley of Devil with the Blue Dress and Good Golly, <gasps> Miss Molly. And I got to sing with Clarence Clemens. Oh, right? my just gosh. put this band together. It was great fun. So get this. At the end of the evening, somebody uh, yells out to him. It's 1030 at night. Clarence is enormous, bigger than life, plays his sax. Lovely man. He's got big old Wayfair dark glasses on. Mm. Guy says, Clarence, how come you got your sunglasses on? I said, no, 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 no. Clarence, let me take this, will you? And I said, ladies and gentlemen. When you are as bad as Clarence Clemens, <laughs> the sun shines on you all the time. Oh. Right? Oh. So two weeks later, I'm at home, and the phone rings. Yeah, hello. 
Yeah, sure. Honey, it's, um, it's Clarence Clemens. <laughs> and I think we'd exchange numbers or something. And he said, hey, Robbie, it's Clarence, man. It's my boy's birthday. Could you say hi to him from Raphael? Oh, my <laughs> said, gosh. Of course. <laughs> Can you call me Can more? Can you call <laughs> me more? Yeah. Can you meet me at the corner and just sort of hang with me? I'll, pay you, I'll buy you a plane ticket. I'll meet you at Starbucks and just tell people, hey, Clarence, call my name out. Yeah. But you know me. All these little things that get to happen as a result of doing these cartoon characters. And, I mean, how lucky am I? To, and then I get to come in and, and hang out with you guys. This is the coolest thing in the world. Well, Aww. cartoons are so cool because, I mean, you have this weird mix of fame and anonymity. Anonymity, yeah. In a, in a big group. But you're such a part in so many different ways of, like, every kind of kid's childhood. Because yeah. you did so many different characters. And that's why when you do voices, I keep getting the chills because it's like... I can intellectually know you did all those things, but it's like every It's time, pretty weird, but you know, when you see a middle-aged white guy saying, hello, nurse. Oh, my gosh. It's wow. like running home after school to catch Animaniacs. It's like all those feelings. Well, and I'll tell you, Vanessa, the truth is that when I was a kid and, and I used to watch The Tonight Show, I was a huge fan of Johnny Carson, you know, and so when I watched The Tonight Show and Mel Blanc would come out, and you'd see this mm. sweet little Jewish man shuffle off to the couch and sit down and say, yeah, what's up, Don? <laughs> and it was, to me, the coolest freaking thing in the world to see that. Yeah. So I would never equate myself with Mel Blanc, but I get that people get a kick out of it. And the only peop- the only person that gets a bigger kick out of it is me. Uh-huh. Because when I just, when I start doing this, <laughs> you felt, look, you're laughing. <laughs> These three people are laughing now and it happens all the time. And it's the great, whether it's on the golf course and somebody says, what do you do for a living? It happened last week. I was playing golf in Morro Bay. We have a vacation place in San Simeon and these guys are, so how do you make your living? A cartoon? No way. Anything I'd know? Well, maybe. You ever watched Ninja Turtles? Dude, yeah. Pinky in the Brain. Oh, my God. Animaniacs. <laughs> and they're within, you know, five minutes, they're calling their buddies going, dude, I'm playing golf with Pinky. Yeah. Oh, and my so gosh. I get the biggest thrill out of it, which is why I really want to do, you know, all these try to fly around and meet people because yeah. it's, it's just so much fun to sort of have this third act of my career now where, I've, you know, I kind of got to L.A. and I made my way through the town and figured it out and. And now I have a body of work that is literally a generation's worth of work. And um, because of YouTube and because of podcasts and nice folks like yourself, it just gets bigger and bigger. And so if I can do this and actually find a way to make a couple of bucks and go and meet these people and answer questions and do all this, it's just so much fun for me. You have two things coming up. And I feel like you also are about to be pimped out to do something by us. Oh, but please. First, let's talk about your two things you've got coming up. You've got two. Um, I do have two personal. I'm actually, yeah, because I'm, thank you. I, I uh, as I mentioned, you know, I, I really love doing these personal appearances. And so I put together a, a website called robpaulsonlive.com at which you can go and, and do a couple things. You can find out where I'm going to be performing and doing my, as I kind of call it, my tons of laughs and autographs tour. So um, fun. And so what you'll get there is, a couple of different things. I, I, to those of you who are interested in, in performing or doing voice work or your actors and you want to kind of work on your chops, yeah. you're going to get uh, you know, Q&A from a guy who really does it. I will have done it before I got on the plane to your town, and then I'm doing it when I get back on the plane you know, back in L.A. So you're getting real-time information, uh, and I'm happy to help. So it's a seminar in that, to that extent. Yeah. Um, it's not really a, a workshop, but it's a seminar because I will be happy to answer your acting questions and how I develop characters, how I came so awesome. to develop characters. Um, but it's also a Q&A for people who just really are fans, and they just want to say, would you please, if I ask you, uh, as a matter of fact, Vanessa, say, Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Please do. 
What? Just ask was, me. Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Okay, Can you do that, I'm honey? Excited. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Well, I think so, Vanessa. But me and Pippi Longstocking, I mean, what will the children look like? Nerve. <laughs> oh, dear, she's wet herself. <laughs> and it works with her outfit, interestingly. <laughs> but see, but I, people love that. Yeah. And, and again, the only person that loves it more is me. So we try to That's do a couple so different things there. And then at the end of the thing, I try to keep the groups to between, say, 50 and 100 oh, people. Oh, nice. Because... I, I was thinking about doing a real huge production with yeah. you know a big screen and music, and I want to do that for my own self, which would be fun. But the truth is, what people want, and when I've done my own little thumbnail over the last year, you know, ten years of of doing these things, you know, I kind of do my own little questionnaires. What they want is exactly that. They want you to come out, tell your story, yep. answer questions, and sign stuff. Right. So that's what we do. We I'm gonna the first one is in Atlanta on the thirtieth of July and you can get tickets at robpaulsonlive.com and it's gonna be me coming out doing my little dog and pony show, answering uh-huh. questions, singing a few songs, and then at the end, um to the extent you want your T shirt, your stuff signed, you can record it. Body I don't parts care. Body parts. Great. I actually I have several in my car. Oh good. Yeah, good. Other excellent. people's body parts. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh I'm sorry. Oh well somebody's <laughs> I'm telling tales Wrong out of school. <laughs> sorry. This I thought this was the This is I gonna blow up on the, Twitter. The Jeffrey Dahmer Ed Dean <laughs> condensed convention. Sorry. Um and so that's what people seem to like. That's um, so great. Now whether or not they'll buy tickets and come and see it, it's not you know, I don't I, I we've put the ticket price at a hundred dollars. Now we actually did a little research there, too. About 80% of the people that responded, we have a couple hundred folks, and we said, look, here's what you get. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's, it's, it's not as cheap as going to a movie. On the other hand, it is a, three hours with your childhood. Right. And if you want to have your little voice message thing recorded and saying, hello, you oh reach my Cole's answering machine. He's not here at the moment, and if you'd like to leave a message, he'll call you back, unless, of course, he owes you money, in which case you'll never hear from him again. Bye. Oh, my gosh. So, Cole, I wish you'd been recording that. People, oh, we are recording We are recording this. that. We're on a podcast. So people love that stuff, I and forgot. that's what I want to give them. So I, I, to make that's it worth great. my, you know, to make it worth the, 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 the be able to pay for the expenses, yeah. I'm not making a whole lot of money, but I don't care. I, I yeah. really want to do this. And so I encourage people to come, and we'll see how many show up. If they don't, then hopefully it'll build on itself. But I have a feeling it's going to be. Well, thank you. We, we have the first one in July, fun. and uh, the venue is, is I think we're going to find out today, but the tickets are available for July 30th. Um, I am going to be at Comic-Con this year doing a panel on the 23rd of July. We will be at, there, too. We'll are you going to be there? Yep. Indeed. Well, if you're going to be available at 1 o'clock, I'm going to be doing a panel with Mark Evanier, who's oh, a big awesome. famous uh, cartoon, yep. car- a comic book. Car writer, you know, he does a couple of great panels. So I'm doing his panel, which is at one o'clock on Saturday in room six BCF, I think. So um, I will be there on Saturday doing that. And then we have a date just announced today in Dallas. Awesome. So on September 17th, excellent. Saturday, September 17th, we're doing the same thing in Dallas. Mind you, these are all subject to also adding more dates to the extent yeah. that people want to come out and, you know, if we get. 50 or 60 people on Saturday, and then we get another seven, you know, 20 or 30. We'll do one we'll on Sunday, too. Totally make it happen. So I really want to do this. I encourage people to come out. Um, I know that $100 is not a small amount of money, but um, hopefully well, you'll think it's worth your while and you get your stuff signed. It's 100 pennies 100 times. Right. When you look at it that way. You know? That's a good way to yeah. look at it. It's but so. uh, would you come to <laughs> France? Uh, I will come to wherever your baguette is pointing. Uh, good. <laughs> you so. are a very handsome fellow. Thank you, thank you. I'm come, I will sign Aww. your baguette. Excellent. And I'll be happy to hold it for you <laughs> while oh, I wow. sign it. And now this is getting to the creep factor, <laughs> you know. 
So, uh, yeah, I have a couple. Th- those things are coming up. And um, please go visit Rob Paulson Live. www.robpaulsonlive.com. Also, you can get an autograph picture. I've never charged for an autograph picture. However, I am now at the website. I charge, um, it's $20 plus $5 for shipping and handling because 100% of the proceeds go to my two favorite charities, which are um, Operation Smile nice. and uh, the Wounded Warriors Project. That's great. So for me, um, those two things mean a lot to me because uh, we have an all-volunteer military and those kids, irrespective of your political bent, yep. these people choose to be put themselves in that position yep. and operation smile is if you just check it out folks it's the it's greatest great. thing in the world i mean yeah. my job is to make kids smile um mm. ostensibly um and whether they're small or big kids and if if i can do something that will uh, um um donate money to help these kids be able to smile properly yeah then i feel like we've got a win-win so uh, people have been very generous in buying those pictures. So all that information is available at uh, robpaulsonlive.com. And is there something I could do for you that you would... Well, uh, I was just... I just have a question. Yes. Do you know the words to Yakko's World? I do. Cole, do you have a question? Yeah, I was wondering if you... if if you, if you Since you know the words mm. to Yakko's World, if you would perform it. Well, I can do it in French. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'd be happy to. Are you guys? You guys got two and a half minutes that you can spare. Sure. Yes. Okay. Sure. And if you if you know it, you I might be happy. To, be happy to join in. It goes. And for those of you who have heard it a thousand times, please indulge us. <laughs> for those of you that haven't, it goes something like this. <clears throat> United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, a Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still, Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guiana, Barbados, and Guam, Norway, and Sweden, and Iceland, and Finland, and Germany, now in peace, Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey, and Greece, Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russia, Oman, Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, Iraq, and Iran. There's Syria, Lebanon, Israel, Jordan, both Yemen's Kuwait and Bahrain, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Belgium, and Portugal, France, and then Denmark and Spain, India, Pakistan, Burma, Afghanistan, Thailand, Nepal, and Bhutan, Cambodia, Malaysia, Bangladesh, Asia, and China, Korea, Japan, Mongolia, Laos, and Tibet, Indonesia, the Philippine Islands, Taiwan, Sri Lanka, New Guinea, Sumatra, New Zealand, and Borneo, and Vietnam, Tunisia, Morocco, Uganda, Angola, Zimbabwe, Djibouti, Botswana, Mozambique, Zambia, Swaziland, Gambia, Guinea, Algeria, Ghana, Burundi, Lesotho, and Malawi, Togo, the Spanish Sahara is gone, Niger, Nigeria, Chad, and Liberia, Egypt, Benin, and Gabon, Tanzania, Somalia, Kenya, and Mali, Sierra Leone, and Algier, Dahomey, Namibia, Senegal, Libya, Cameroon, Congo, Zaire, Ethiopia, Guinea-Bissau, Madagascar, Rwanda, Mayor, and Cayman, Hong Kong, Abu Dhabi, Qatar, Yugoslavia, Greek, Mauritania, then Transylvania, Monaco, Liechtenstein, Malta, and Palestine, Fiji, Australia, Sudan. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, what a rush. Well done. Their neighbors are going, what the hell are you kids doing up yonder? Sounds like y'all are killing a dog. <laughs> We're killing that poor dog. Stop killing Look that thing. Kill that dog. Uh, stuff it with crickets and deep fry and give it to that guy on that TV Put show. Put some butter on Adam it. Richmond's hungry. Shove up, stick a butter up his honey and eat the damn thing. Well, thank you, sweetie. That was oh, so nice that of you was to fun. My gosh. Well, I think welcome. it's a. I think it's a good time for firsts. It is. Why not? Go. First is something we do in every podcast. It's okay. A first per podcast. Uh, since I know that you're a big hockey nut. Yes. Uh, what was the first sports team you were on as a kid, and what position did you play? The first sports team I was on was the. It was called the Flint Civitan Club. They were like an Optimus Club in Flint, Michigan. I played left wing. I was, I don't know, eleven, and it was a hockey team. Nice. Yeah, yeah it, at the, we played at the IMA Sports Arena in Flint, Michigan, home of the Flint Generals. Awesome. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. 
How about you, V? What's the first thing you I was on, on a um, ASO soccer team in Utica, New York. Utica, that's yeah. beautiful up. That's Cornell territory, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, less pretty than, <laughs> it's like a few miles over from where it's pretty. a lot of pretty. snow there, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a forward, and... I've noticed that about you, which I frankly find quite attractive. <laughs> Thank you. Some people are put off yeah. by it, but no, it doesn't stop me. Not <laughs> <all>. Creepy. <laughs> I wasn't very good at soccer. I know it's going to be surprising. Um, there's a video Do I kick it? <laughs> I just liked the fact that everyone had cameras at the game. Like, all the parents would have cameras. Are you doing this? All so, yeah. The, the so the, your head. There's all, like, my friends are running for the ball, and it's the most embarrassing thing. Like... I watch it, and I get such contact embarrassment for my parents, who they're, like, supposed to be cheering me on. Yeah. I'm going up to every parent's, like, video camera and doing these horrible Three Stooges-esque routines with myself wow. where I, like, punch myself in the head and then act <laughs> dizzy. <laughs> hey, oyster brain! <laughs> oh, it's so bad, but... And my soccer career didn't last long, but I did get quite a following <laughs> in the physical gag area. There you go. Yeah, for me, it was... I mean, I played both soccer and... Baseball, softball, mm-hmm. whatever it was at that age. Yeah. The first thing I remember being at, I think it was a softball or t-ball team or whatever, uh, called the Badgers. Ooh. It was in Okemos because that's where I grew Who's up. From Okemos? Yeah, yeah, right outside of East Lansing. And uh, yeah, we, I remember we had red shirts. I still have Badgers are vicious. Yeah, they, are, they, they seem cute, are. but they are and vicious. And you know what's really de- what's really depressing though is that if you're in, you play t-ball, you strike out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, you know, the freaking ball is sitting on a tee. She's just waiting for you. Going, okay, I'm going to take a rip at it now. <laughs> okay, I got it. Okay, I got it. I got it. I don't want you. Oh, shit. Okay, I can do it. <laughs> I just struck out. <laughs> What's really even weird is I'm playing t-ball and I got hit by the pitch. What usually happens is they just you hit hey, the... Hey, dude, you hit me with a freaking pitch and I'm playing t-ball. <laughs> How does that happen? Usually you just like hit the tee and the ball just falls off falls of it. Off. And then you run like crazy. <laughs> Uh, that's what happens with this. But I'm winning. I'm winning. What's funny about that is my mom's always been really good about scrapbooking and keeping records of things, yeah. right? So, uh, you know, I look at this every once in a while, and there's, um, like, there's a couple photos of it, but she also has, like, there's some sort of, like, typewritten report of, like, the s- scores in the oh, sports yeah. news or yeah. whatever that went out. So it would be, like, Badgers 38. So it's just like 12 because, you wow. know, no one could play No one could play. It's like defense. a cricket score. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> You know, like, it, you, you'd get out if you caught the ball, basically, because yeah. no one could throw it anywhere, right. and the kids would just run like crazy, because, you know, no one, you just keep, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I was on a team called the Helen Kellers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What, are you blind? As a matter of fact, I am. Well, you should ask, where are you? <laughs> You're scaring me. Why? Somebody grabbed my hand. I have no idea which way the, ba- the base path is. <laughs> Can't believe there's three Woody Allens here right now. <laughs> That's right. It's a lot of Woodies. <laughs> I don't often get to say that. Raped by Cossacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going right, to well, make a was, Woody's baguette joke, but yeah, it didn't have those bad. There's one there. Nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to ask some questions now. Please. This is uh, special for you. Uh, I'm going to give you a list of ten famous cartoon characters. Okay. And then you need to tell me who originally voiced them. Wow. And also how many fingers and toes that here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let me put my helmet on. Okay. It's probably be a cakewalk for you. These are some I of the, don't know, some man. Of, I'm, some I'm, of the greats of Okay. Well, this is – I'm on – it's pressure. Go ahead. All right. Number one, Fred Jones from Scooby-Doo. Oh, Frank Welker. Frank Welker. One Boom. of my dearest, closest friends, <gasps> at whom I, I know. Frank lives five minutes from me. And really? Frank's birthday is March 12th. Mine is March 11th. He's exactly 10 years old to, almost to the day that I am. Does Animal Noises better than anybody else? And the he's also was Cujo, the, the dog Cujo oh, in the movie. That was gosh. Frank. He was Abu he, from he was uh, Abu. You are blowing my mind that you hang out with each oh, other. Oh, Frank is one of my dearest <laughs> friends. And let me, another one, another guy that you would never expect that he is as gifted and uniquely talented and filthy stinking rich as he is he's the nicest man and still doing freddy 
Whoa. Still doing Freddy. Still to this day. From 1969. Oh, is that when it started? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, and he's just the loveliest man. You would never, oh, he's the dearest, dearest man. And so I've worked with Frank probably 300 times, and every time I work with him, so he does something, and I say, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> where did that he's, come from? Are you incredible. kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I remember years ago, we were working on, on Snorks, as a matter of fact. Oh, and yeah. Gordon Hunt, the uh, director, <laughs> um, said, Frank, uh, we have a lobster in this scene, and the lobster sneezes. Can you give me a lobster sneezing? I swear to God, you guys, Frank made a noise that sounded <laughs> <laughs> not of this earth. <laughs> But sounded like what you would imagine a lobster sneeze, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> but he is—he is so gifted and uh, and just the nicest man. So yeah, but love you, Frankie. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, number two, Rocky the Flying Squirrel. Oh, June Foray, who yep. is ninety-five years Still here. Young. And Whoa. you know, when I met June years ago, I was pro- she was probably seventy-five when I m- no, probably seventy when I met her twenty-five years ago. And I I walked up to her again. That's why we love voice actors. I walked up to her and I said, Ms. Foray. I'm, you know, she's a dear little woman. She's as big as this water bottle, oh. tiny little thing. And she said, yes, yes, sweetie. And I said, I am such a huge fan. Um, would you, if I close my eyes, would you just say, hokey smoke, Bullwinkle? Oh. And she did. And it was spectacular, you know, and she's just 95. And I don't think oh she'd mind gosh. me saying that because she's 90 freaking five. Yeah. yeah. And still working. Yep. Oh, my god! I worked with her on the new, the new, um, the, on the new uh, Looney Tunes show oh on, my gosh. Uh, on Cartoon Network. She she's, plays Granny on that still. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. She's amazing. Yep. Uh, number three, Boris Badenov. Oh, uh, Paul Fries. One of the best yeah, voices ever. I never had the pleasure of meeting him, but uh, Cor- you know, Corey Burton, are you familiar with Corey Burton's mm-hmm. work? Yeah, Corey's fantastic. He's got a lot of really cool outtakes of, of all these old Jay Ward com- uh, cartoons oh, and that's Paul awesome. Fries on them. And, oh, I was a huge fan of who Paul Fries was also, what makes voice actors so cool in my view is that Paul Fries was also the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, yeah. you got that? Really? Boris Badenoff oh, was the Pillsbury gosh. Doughboy, right? And yeah, that's what's cool. Like Jim Cummings. Doughboy, too. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> right. And so you got, he was that. He was, um, uh, uh, God, he did so many He's things. He's the I think. voice of the haunted house ride at, yeah, Disneyland. at Disneyland. Do Wasn't not attempt to lower the safety bar. Yeah. I will do it I for will do you. It for <laughs> Spectacular talent. So good. I just love Paul Fries, yeah. Uh, number four, Huckleberry Hound. Um, 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 Dawes Butler. Yep. Yep. Very and good. Um, good. I never had the pleasure of meeting Dawes. He uh, passed away shortly after I started working at Hanna-Barbera. Um, but again, by all accounts, Corey Burton, Nancy Cartwright studied with him for years and said that he was just a gentle, gentle mm. soul and a sweet man. And um, I do know that Don Messick, who played uh, Boo Boo mm-hmm. and um, um, uh, Baba Louie. Right. Um, yeah. And also uh, was Papa Smurf uh, and Scooby-Doo. The original voice of Scooby-Doo was oh Don Messick, right. who passed away a few years ago, was a dear, dear, kind, just a gentle soul, and just loved making people happy. Really uh. sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, number five, Davey Hansen from Davey and Goliath. Oh, Dick Beals. Yep. Boom. Now, let me tell you. Uh, see, this is – come out and see me, you guys, because this <laughs> is what happens. I have a great Dick Beals story. All right. And it slides into another great story because I did a show um, years ago. We did a, a, a Hanna-Barbera. We did an um, a animated version of The Addams Family mm-hmm. in which John Aston actually played Gomez Adams. Oh, wow. Um, That's nuts. Grandmama was played by um, Carol Channing. <gasps> Uncle Shut Fester. Uncle, serious as a heart attack. Uncle Fester was uh, Rip Taylor, you know, <laughs> oh, the goofy yeah. comedian. Oh, my gosh. Holy mackerel. He pulls out yeah. a fish with holes in it. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, 
I played the, the, the Adams family's uh, next door, you know, goofy next door neighbor. Um, I forgot what my name was, but my wife was Edie McClurg, and my son was Dick Beals. Oh my now, gosh! Now, Dick Beals, you guys don't remember because you're younger than springtime. <laughs> but Dick Beals not only was the voice of Davy on Davy and Goliath, but he was also, if you go on YouTube, these old Speedy Alka Seltzer commercials, mm-hmm. the original Speedy Alka Seltzer. Yep. He was he was the voice of Speedy Alka Seltzer. Now, Dick Beals, my parents have both passed away, but Dick is about the same age as my parents. Playing but he your is a son. He played my son, and Dick is uh, a, uh, a a midget, and and by I mean he he's proportionately uh, perfect. He's just like three and a half oh, to four feet tall. Oh, that's a special kind of Right. Work. He's not, uh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't, he's not, um, you know, I'm trying to be, poli- you know, he's yeah. not, he looks normal, just mm-hmm. small, and like he's aged, like like Benjamin Button. Oh. Really interesting. And, um, but a, a really cool guy. So we really hit it off. We did a couple of years of this show. I'll never forget this. One day he comes in and, uh, you know, he owned, his, he owned his own advertising agency. He was a voice of Speedy Al Consultor, really made a name for himself and flew his own plane and never was more than like three and a half feet tall and shopped in the nine-year-old department. Oh, my God. So one day he comes to work and he says, uh, hey, Rob, um, I have something for you, young fella. I think you're just, a, you're just a terrific young man. I said, well, it's, of course, disconcerting to hear somebody talk yeah, about yeah. Well, Thank you, Dick. <laughs> thank you, Dick. <laughs> uh, I wrote a book and, of course, it's called Think Big. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> And, um, and he said, I would uh, I'd love to give you a copy. I'd love to have you. I'd love, I'd love for you to have a copy of my autobiography. I just think you're a fine young man. I want you to come to speak to my Rotary Club and all <gasps> that. And I said, well, thank you, Dick. That's very flattering of you. And so he signs it to my you know, dear young friend, Rob Paulson, best always, Dick Beals. And I said, thank you very much. Hands me the book. He said, oh, that's, that's nine, $9. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how you pay say, your bills. Right. <laughs> I wanted to say, you know, if I hit you with this book, I'll squash you like a bug. <laughs> but I won't because my mama didn't raise me that way. So, you know, I'm all of a sudden going, it gets better because I said, oh, okay, of course, of course, of course, of course, yeah. it's $9. And so I start to reach in my pocket. I said, Dick, I, I've only got a 20. I, I've got change. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Dick, Dick Beals sold me a copy of his book <laughs> and made change. That's great. That's awesome. So anyway, next question. Yeah. Uh, okay. So good. Uh, Blue the Bear. Oh, um, Phil Harris. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Great voice. Uh, the bare necessities of simple bear. Okay, he was um, a big, of course, star on radio and, and with, um, I think, Jack Benny yep. uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you listen to him on, on old radio stuff, a fantastic voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Louis Prima right. was. Uh, yeah. King Louie. King Louie, Louis. yeah. yeah. Awesome voice, isn't that? Uh, Stimpy. Oh, well, now, was that Billy West? It was Yeah, Billy West. because I know Billy did both of them after a while, after right. he and John Kay kind of, yeah, he, Billy did both Ren and Stimpy. And Billy's another guy, one of my dearest friends, and I love him. He is, it's really cool. All these people, you know, my, when my son's kind of grown up with these folks, so... Oh a gosh. lot of my son's birthday parties, and my, I'll never forget this, my son's 18th birthday party was Kevin Michael Richardson, Billy West, Tress McNeil, Jess Harnell, Frank Welker, uh, Mark Hamill. Oh, my god! And gosh. so his buddies walk in and say, dude, is that Mark Hamill? <laughs> and, of course, it doesn't matter. Mark and, and Mary Lou Hamill are dear friends of, mine, of ours, and um, it doesn't matter that Mark is, you know, a mid, like me, a middle-aged white guy. He is Luke Frickin' Skywalker. <laughs> and you know what? It's really cool. He's another guy that's just a delightful fellow. And to oh see how gosh. he interacts with people who get apoplectic around him is really sweet. 
I have a yeah. new fantasy I just created where I lie on a table in the middle of a room with it's a dark room. I don't know if I like where this is going. Can you just speak into my phone recorder. <laughs> Go ahead, because this will this will provide hours of enjoyment oh, for me because I'm so old, honey. Well, and Zac Efron is massaging my shoulders, mm-hmm. and all of the voice actors are in the room, and they just do all the voices they've ever done while my eyes are closed slowly. Lower, <laughs> lower, Zach, lower, lower. <laughs> oh, you're missing a spot. Hey, yeah, Zach, why don't you walk on her back a little? <laughs> Like, I would explode. Like there's a massage scoop. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, G-Scoop, look, a nine-foot and blonde Amazon who loves me for me. <laughs> I, did, I just felt terrible saying that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, All right, man. two more, or yeah. three more. Number eight, Fred Flintstone. Oh, um, Alan Reed. Yep. yep. Boom. Yep. Uh, number nine, Daffy Duck. Uh, Mel Blanc. Yep. And You're despicable. Yeah. And finally, Donald Duck. Uh, Clarence Ducky Nash. Yep. Who now, I think it's now done by uh, Tony Anselmo. Very good. You're right. right. Yep. Yep. Those are the two. Yep. Uh, all delightful people. Um, and I have, you know, the um, one of the most delightfulest, I have to say it that way because it's like a Disney esque way of saying mm-hmm. it, was um, Wayne Allwine, who passed away last year, two years, last year, I think. He was the voice of Mickey Mouse since 1977. Oh, so wow. he did it for a long time. He was our Mickey Mouse, basically. Yeah. You know? Right. And his wife, uh, is um, Rusi Taylor, who is Minnie Mouse. <gasps> and, of course, I used to joke with him all the time, and I'd say, God, I'd pay money to hear what goes on in that bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right there, right there, right there, right? But two of the just sweetest humans that have ever drawn a breath. Oh, my gosh. And, and you have never seen two people more in love in your life. Than Mickey and Minnie? Oh, it's just... So, listen to this, Vanessa. You're going to gonna tear up. Now, listen to this. Uh, honey, let me... <laughs> I mean my own. I didn't mean yours. Well, yours too. It's okay. Um, but, you know, what's so sweet is that Brucey would be in a studio. We'd be working together on some Disney project. And then Wayne would walk in, you know, because he was doing something else. And every time she'd say, there's my handsome prince. There's the love of my life. Oh. They just adored each other. And to see two people that much in love, you kind of go, wow, you know, I, oh. you strive to have a relationship like that. They just adored each other. We're married forever. And and uh, uh, he passed away last year, but what left a terrific legacy and was just a really sweet guy. Again, you know, when we have these stories um, that, you, you know, you, you guys are kind enough to have me on the show. And all these stories that get jogged in my memory from the last 30 years of my career, um, I really have to struggle to think of anybody who is not pleasant to work with. They're, I love uh, you know, it. They're all That's just great. wonderful people. Ugh. Yeah. All right, Vanessa. Vanessa has her five questions to wrap things up Go here. Ahead. Yep. Are you Fire ready for this? Away. These are crazy. These are harder, like mathy kind okay. of problems. Um, congratulations. Oh. You're going to be releasing an album of cover songs with oh. David Hasselhoff as your oh. duet partner. Thank you so much um, for that. Yeah. I just actually was drunk eating a hamburger <laughs> on the floor the other day. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. So you guys you were have planning your cover. things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now, um, I was just curious as to like what the name of the album was, and which. What do you think is your first cover you're going to release? I as think the, the name of the album is going to be the both of us on the cover. will have our hands, our, our heads, and our hands like this. If with you f- cherubs, with cherubs, right? And it's going to be called "What We Love About Love." Oh, that's a good. One. You like that? I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's going to be called "David and Rob: What We Love About Love." Um, the first song we're going to do a cover of uh, "Yummy, Yummy, Yummy." I've got love in my tummy. <laughs> Oh, and there's actually a song about a teen pregnancy called Dummy, 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 You've Got Life in Your Tummy, which is a completely different song. Bonus uh, track. Bonus track. <laughs> only on iTunes. Um, 
so that would be the first song. Oh, great. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I've got lo- uh, lo- love in my tummy. Well, I'm really looking mm-hmm. forward to what we love about love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold your breath, honey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. This takes the prop. Hold on. Oh, okay. What Vanessa's doing is running back with a prop. Now. Okay. This is pictures oh, of my dogs. Oh, what's your doggy's name? This is Fiona and this is Cornbread. Okay. But I want to know from you what Fiona's voice sounds like definitively so John and I can stop doing our own impressions okay. and arguing about it. I would it. think Fiona probably sounds like, um, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a dog, okay? <laughs> now, people think I'm really cute and I am, but uh, all I really think about is eating my own poop. <laughs> Look, it's my job. It's what I do. I don't advise it to you because I have the appropriate uh, probiotics to do it. And in this photograph, the caption is, what are you looking at? Right? And what about Cornbread, her partner? Cornbread, cornbread is, cornbread is like this. He's like, That's I, really good, actually. Yeah. I'm looking up at you because I just love you so much. If you would feed me, I promise that I will not pee on your rug for, well, for 24 hours. After that, I'll bet you're off. But right now, I'm just looking at you because I think you got some food. I don't care what it is. As long as it ain't Fiona's poop, she said herself. Is that all right? That was great. Good, all right, then. Oh, thank you. I want to frame that moment. Okay. If you can mate two different cartoon characters Uh to create a baby cartoon character... Who are the two that you mate to create your oh, own new one? That's an interesting one. I actually sort of did that on a, on a show called uh, Bump in the Night years ago. That used, there used to be a show on ABC before it was sold to Disney, I think. Um, there was a character, Jim Cummings and I did these two characters. Uh, for those of you who, who know, uh, Jim Cummings is a genius. And there's another thing about voice actors. We were talking about Paul Freese doing the Pillsbury mm-hmm. Doughboy and Boris. Jim Cummings does Taz. He does Winnie the Pooh. Oh, my gosh. And Tigger. Right? So the same guy that does Taz, does, uh, oh, Baba. You know, it's incredible. Uppers and downers, blue right. pill and red pill. Yeah, man. <laughs> and he sounds pretty convincing, too. Yeah, he's excellent. Was it Sterling Holloway? Sterling Holloway, the, the did, yeah. Like and Jimmy's there. They got a brand new Winnie the Pooh movie coming out. Yeah. Oh, man. Full length feature. And Jimmy yeah. is freaking genius. And he was uh, also uh, in um, uh, The Frog and uh, the, the Prince and the Frog. Oh, Princess yeah. and the Frog. Yeah, yeah. He was the, uh, uh, that. Um, Lightning bug <gasps> or oh, the Cajun accent there. Yeah. That was Jimmy. Oh my gosh, stupid that's awesome. talented. Yeah, but uh, I, I did a character who was kind of a let's see, um, character named Squishington who used to live between, beneath a toilet, <laughs> and he was a cross between. Um, let's see, it was uh, it was sort of a character I did on. I did a character on um, uh, a show called Teacher's Pet named mm-hmm. Ian Wazalewski, who was kind of a booger eater. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> kind of a paste-eating booger eater. <laughs> Who hasn't? Not at the same time, up, duh. And then, um, and, uh, a cr- and then, uh, a sort of little thing that I did like this. It was sort of a, like, almost a Shirley Temple character. <laughs> and then I would pull them together. And it was just like this, a little bit. It had that grunge of, of, uh. It was, I know, really disturbing, but it's I like did. a happy turd. Yeah. <laughs> well, I live beneath the toilet. So I would just be, uh, and I even did a song about, um, a kind of a reggae song about, uh, uh, um, let's see. I like no woman, no cry? No woman, no cry. Uh, yeah. We jumping, yeah, baby. Ooh, yeah. And I would, I like living in the toilet. I like my toilet real clean. You know, just kind of, <laughs> Smoke a big bowl. Um, so yeah, sometimes they meld those things together. Uh, I know that, um, and that's how you know, as voice actors, a lot of times you you will create a new character like yeah. uh, um, 
Uh, one of my heroes when I was a uh, kid was Pat Buttram. Pat I mm. loved him, and of course he talked like this in real life, you oh know. My gosh. And I had the, another story. God <laughs> damn it, I can't stop with him. <laughs> I was uh, at LA Studios, and uh, he was sitting there on the couch waiting to go in for something. And I thought, oh, I gotta talk to Pat Buttram. I have to. I have to talk to Pat Buttram. So I went up. I said, Mister Buttram, I am such a fan. Well, thank you, young feller. Isn't that nice of you? And I said, I got to tell you, man, I've stolen your voice on so many occasions. He said, that's odd, son. I ain't using it much no more. Oh. So he's probably 85 at the time. Right? Oh, my and I, gosh. And I thought, how can I keep speaking to him? So I said, how are you? How, how are you? I mean, you look great. And mm-hmm. this is, he was an old vaudevillian. He yeah. was a, um, uh, Gene Autry's partner. Oh, years, my right? gosh. The singing cowboy. So he come without missing a beat. I said, so how are you? How you doing? He goes, man, I'm great. I just met me a $5 hooker who validates. <laughs> <laughs> how about that, huh? Thank oh, you so much, dear gosh. Jim Lee, for walking on my back and taking care of the happy ending. Would you stamp my ticket so I can get the truck out of the garage? Isn't that great? Oh, that five dollar hooker who validates. People need to come see your seminar. Oh, please do. If this please, happens all this stuff happens. We just laugh and then we sign stuff, and everybody gets a trip to the bathroom. So, but anyway, um, no, that's uh, we. Oh, and I was saying that that's how we sometimes create characters is doing that. Like, uh, if you, uh, I did a character on with John Aston, as a matter of fact, on a show called Tasmania years ago. John was the uh, voice of an alligator named Bull. Um, and I'd already worked with him on, on uh, Adam the Adams family. family. So we played two alligators who were always after Taz. There was Bullgator, who was a smart one, and then the stupid one named Axel. That was me. But what I did is I took the voice cracking from uh, Pat Buttram there, and I threw in this because, uh, you know, if you do this, you've got another character. But if all of a sudden the voice breaks... You have oh. another character, and you talk slowly, which adds to the stupidness. Yeah. <laughs> right? Am I right? I'm right, right? <laughs> so uh, that, that's how those things sort of happen. They're all these kind of Just little... Just marriage? Um, yeah, these, these weird sort of, um, you know, kind of DNA splicing odd things that happen, and you, all of a sudden it's not real magical. It's like, oh, I got a new character. I'm a freaking genius. <laughs> I did Check, a math please. problem. Yeah, right. Yeah, I did a math problem. Okay. Would you rather always speak in the pinky voice for the rest of your life? You can't do another voice. Okay. Or never know or be able to harness what voice comes out of your mouth? What? An- wow. That's yeah. a great question. Thank you. Thank you. So it would be like mm-hmm. cartoon Tourette's. Yeah. I would never know. <laughs> and what? people would just have to decide they could... Try to work around it, or wow! <laughs> yeah, you'd be like would... at dinner. Can I, can, I, can I take your order? <laughs> Hi, what would you like to, to eat? eat with that? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, how are you? Are you died in hell. <laughs> I said, there's something really wrong here. <laughs> um, the, uh, no, that's a great question. I um, well, let's see. Uh, you know. Mm, I really like pinky, Me and too. I think you do too. Yeah. You're getting all pink. I love the color of your flesh when I begin speaking this way. It's quite. No. I get all naughty. <laughs> I would have to say, probably speak like pinky because chicks dig English accents. Yeah. And if my wife, my sweet wife, divorced me, which she might do after the show, I know. I don't know. She's had enough, really. Um, I probably would like to choose just to speak like pinky because it makes people laugh and yep. smile. And I really like doing the naughty thing all day long. <laughs> Yeah. Good answer. Thank you, dear. Good choice. Ooh. Okay. All right, one more. This is my last one. Okay. If you could wish any voice on any person, who would you give what? 
Like an example would be Tyra Banks has to talk like Elmer Fudd forever. Oh, or, that, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a size two. <laughs> um, I can't do Elmer Fudd. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool to have, uh, I think maybe have, well, I was going to say Mike Tyson talk like a cartoon character, but he already sure does. He does. Done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, Jim Cummings does a really vile, great vile <laughs> impression of, of, of uh Mike Tyson. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's absolutely not fit for public consumption, but so funny. Gosh, I would probably have to say, I think if I could have Joe Biden (laughs) speak speak like uh, probably Carl Weezer for the rest of his life. (laughs) So he'd say, he'd say, um, Um, I just had a meeting with the Joint Chiefs of Staff, (laughs) and um, I think that the stuff we're doing in Afghanistan, the drawdown, is pretty cool. Um, So we're going to try to get our boys and girls out of there, understanding that it's really tough to find a good couscous recipe. And all those people over there, you know, really can kick the hell out of couscous. So I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, while we're doing our drawdown, we're going to come back with some culinary delights. And anybody, okay, you, you from the, the AP, you got a question for me? Wouldn't that be nice? Can, I we, would give, like... can we give Obama uh, Raphael's voice? Oh, yeah, we could the... say, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see, Barack would say things like, um, he would say things like, uh, Mick Romney, you. <laughs> That's yeah, all he needs to say. <laughs> Mick Romney, you tin face geek, get back here and taste cold turtle steel. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, be I think I just got my new answering machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so. Yeah, we could have Barack be, be Raphael. And interestingly Perfect. enough, by the way, um, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but you know Nickelodeon bought the rights to, to Ninja Turtles. Oh, did they? Yeah. So a awesome. couple of years ago, they bought the rights to Ninja Turtles, and now. So in the fall of 2012, next fall, there's going to be a brand new TMNT. <gasps> All right. Did you not know this? I did no. not know this. It gets better. Check this out. Um, the, uh, are you familiar with Teen Titans? You guys ever watch Teen Titans? Uh-uh. There's mm-hmm. a really cool yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, 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 or Ben Tan. There's a great, terrific actor. Named, you can Google him. You guys will probably know him out there. His name is Greg Sipes. Greg Sipes is going to be the new Michelangelo. Fantastic actor. The new Raphael is going to be Sean Astin. Whoa. Sean Astin, fantastic guy. John's kid, kid, right? right. Patty Duke's son. The new Leonardo is going to be, check this out. The new Leonardo is going to be Jason Biggs. (gasps) Oh, right. And are you ready for this? The new Donatello, Rob Paulson. Hey. What? How freaky is that? Oh, my gosh. How freaky is that? That is crazy. That's another reason you got to come and see this seminar because here is, you've got, my kid called me up. He works at Nickelodeon on a show called Tough Puppy. He's a production assistant. He called me up. He said, I heard you're going to be doing Turtles again. <laughs> of course, he was a little kid when Turtles. Yeah. And it was really a thrill being you know, a parent of a little boy at that. It was, oh, my. He had so much fun. It was great. So he said, Dad, you're going to be a freaking Jeopardy question. <laughs> I mean, who's the only actor to do two different Turtles yeah, on two turtles. different series? Right. And the cool thing about this is, and thank you, thank you, thank you, Nickelodeon and the producers, because... Uh, what happened, the genesis of this whole thing was I got a call about a year ago uh, knowing that they had the rights to Turtles and they were going to do a cool reboot and you know Nickelodeon is pretty much kicks because of Spongebob and yeah. right. Carly and all that. And so, uh, and Fairly Odd Parents and Tough Puppy, all these great shows that we've all got the chance to work on. So they called up and said, we would love to have Rob Paulson come in and read for Ninja Turtles. And I said, hey, look, as the song goes, I ain't too proud to beg. And, and yeah. I told my agent, I said, I'm happy to. 
please understand, and, and I meant this in the most uh, um, sort of uh, uh, non-egotistical way, did they know who I am? And the reason I asked that is because there have been several iterations of Turtles since I did the original one, myself right. and Cam Clark and Townsend Coleman and, and Barry Gordon did the original four Turtle guys. There have been several iterations that had nothing to do with the original Turtle voices. Now, I just didn't want to waste their time and, frankly, go in there and be embarrassed and say, oh, God, we, you know, we didn't really know who yeah. you were and you were Raphael yeah, yeah. and, sorry, we're not interested. And they said, no, 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 we totally want him. We know it. he won an Emmy for Pinky. We love Pinky. Oh my we gosh. love Raphael. We were fans, and they're probably about your age, you know. Uh, and we'd love to have him come in, but he kind of fits our vision of what we think we'd like our Donatello to sound like. So... Mind blown. How about that? So, so I went and read, weird. and a, a bunch of actors later, they called up and said, you know, are you cool with doing Donatello? And I said, hey, man, I am thrilled to death. So what's really another reason that I like doing these personal appearance things is because I have not only cool stuff to talk about from 30 years, and, and, and again, being with you guys and, and watching you smile and get excited about me talking like this is such a huge thrill. But now I've got a whole bunch of people going, we loved Turtles as a kid, and now I'm going to watch Ninja Turtles with my kid, and oh you're going to be Donatello, and that's not for another 14 or 15 months. Um, so I've got really cool, fun stuff to talk oh, about in the future. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and for the record, I want the fans out there to know, because uh, I realized, you know, these characters become very precious to people. Right. And just for the record, so you know, and I've mentioned this on my own podcast, but... Um, I didn't read for that character until I knew that it had nothing to do with the original guy who mm. did, who was Barry Gordon, who did Donatello. Right. And they said, no, no, it's nothing personal. We just, we'd like to have you read. We don't have the other guys involved. It's not for any particular reason. It's just we enjoyed what you did on these other characters throughout your career, and we think that, that those sensibilities might apply in our version or our vision. So there's no Hollywood backstabbing? No backstabbing. Right. And also, just, it, 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 you know, you guys are actors, and yeah. and. Uh, it does happen every now and then. It happened with the Simpsons at Welker. It happened with mm-hmm. Frank Welker, the sweetest man in the world, when he was doing uh, Ghostbusters. Coulier was on Ghostbusters. Maurice LaMarche, the brain, was yep. on Ghostbusters. Um, when they wanted to replace Slimer, you know, Frankie said, maybe I can get a couple extra bucks, and, you know, and the call goes out, uh, who can do Slimer? And we get these calls, and I'm like, I'm not going to read for that. All you do is you call the actor and say, yeah, well, there's a negotiation. Well, screw you. I'm not going to undercut my friend, mm. you know. So... That was totally in play with Turtles. I wanted to make sure that, That's awesome. that it wasn't an issue. So for those of you out there, I just want you to know that that, that was not uh, an issue. Um, and uh, I've been on the receiving end before of folks who will try to you know, undercut you if you're trying Oof. to make a better deal, and it's not pleasant. So that was never the issue, and, and uh, I'm so thrilled to be doing Ninja Turtles. That's again. so exciting. That's Second Kalabunga. generation. Super great. That. Yeah. Super great. yeah, freaky. Uh, people should check out your podcast. I yeah. The other day. It's, uh, it's, it, how, what do you think? It's great. Is yeah, it okay? Because yeah. I mean, I, you guys are way more sophisticated than I am. It's basically, oh, says we talk Rob about Paulson. eating butter. We're talking about butter and pooping. It's on iTunes. It's called, is it Talking Tune? Talking with an, an apostrophe. An apostrophe. Like yes. a rap song. Like a rap song. Cool. Talking. <laughs> talking, y'all. <laughs> talking tunes oh. with Rob Paulson. Right, it's talking uh, tunes with Rob Paulson. It's basically me rambling, and I am in the future going to be having Maurice on. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. I'm going to be getting some other voice actors on. But basically, people, we've done five podcasts, I think five or six so far, the sixth of which will be up on Friday. And people seem to like just what we're doing here. Yeah. Me kind of ruminating and reminiscing about what I've done, and they 
Uh, the other day I did, I started off by saying, let's get this out of the way. United States, <laughs> and just, and people said, oh my God, because I, you know, I, I said, I'm going to answer the two most asked questions in my career, which is, do you know Yakko's world and how did you get started? And there are a lot of actors that want to know, you know, yeah. what, what was, what's my story? What's my journey? Um, and, um, you know, as, uh, as I've, I've tweeted and said before, um, I'm a big movie fan, of course, like all of us, but. One of my favorite movies was Pride of the Yankees with uh, Gary Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, great film. About, you know, about the story of Lou Gehrig. And, and I, I often say that with all due respect to Lou Gehrig, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth because uh. I truly do go to work and get paid to do what used to get me in trouble in seventh grade. Mm. And I work with people that I would choose to spend my free time with. And then nice people like you bring me in and, and treat me like a rock star. And so I really want to, you know, to be able to kind of do this in person because these folks really have literally put braces on my kids' teeth, put gas in my car, and, um, and given me a whole career where I just get to work with these fabulous people. So, I, you know, please come see me. Definitely. Absolutely. And thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you, and thank you for all the butter stuff. Of course. Sure. Uh, yeah, you people can take should, us home with you. People <laughs> should follow you on Twitter, too. It's oh, yeah. at Yakko Pinky. Right, at Yakko Pinky. Uh, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Raglan. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Yeah. And we all love each other. And for all the lovely things you said about other people, the same is true for you. Oh, You're so generous you, with your time I'm, and I'm such really, a nice guy. I, thank uh, you. I'm so thrilled to be here. I do have a meeting with my parole, so, parole officer. <laughs> and about could, the body parts? I was going to say, if I could borrow some clean urine from <laughs> <laughs> one of you guys, that would be really good. Yeah, no true. problem. Are we, are we still are we still on? No, we're not on. Okay, we're yeah. not on. Just some clean urine. Okay, yeah. Nice. I already peed in a cup earlier. I'll thank give it you, to you. Just in case. Thank you so much, you guys. I had a blast. Woo, we did too. Subscribe to the podcast. My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>